So, Malusi said we might be preaching to the chairs. I'm glad I'm not preaching to the chairs. I'm preaching to you guys. So, and then there's God here. And um, as we were worshiping, it's amazing that as we were worshiping, I'm like, this is more relevant to my message. Uh, because today I wanted to remind you again who Jesus Christ is. And we take that for lightly, and then we're always thinking, why this name is very important. And we don't really go through deeper to that, but there is always a five point that I wanted to go through why Jesus was so famous. And why he even have to go through to the struggle that he had to go through? I think my life as well. And when I look at me and I'm thinking, you know, I get to walk with the Lord. And then someone tell me the life will be very easy. No, it's not. <laughs> it's quite tough. But I'm actually in a better place that I know that there's a name of Jesus that I can call. And then he actually not like a popcorn machine, but he's the one that brings light in my life. And I know as you were sitting down, whenever you are going through to some problems and difficulties, you should be able to know there's a name of Jesus. Yesterday, I went to actually Hammersdale. Um, and, you know, Hammersdale is very terrifying. I'm sorry, KG, you stay, you're staying in Hammersdale. And I did not know where I was going. And we were going to the place called Corda. And they were opening up the building. So they asked me to come and share with the young people. And then I used the GPS. And then you know how much GPS can actually sometimes not do what you meant to be doing. We call that GPS later Jennifer. <laughs> and then Jennifer actually took me in the wrong place. Where actually I was among at, I think it's unit four or something. There was a, a bit of a gangster there. And I was a little bit very scared. <laughs> and very terrified. I don't know how I'm going to deal with this situation. And then I'm thinking, I'm alone in this car. And um. And, yeah, I was scared because there was a whole party going on. And then I'm driving this car, which is a Toyota, which is a, a well-known car that they, they, they normally like it in Hammersdale. And then I had to actually say, Jesus, I need you in my life. I need you to really help me because I want to know the direction. And this GPS Actually, I've put the address, and then it takes me to the same doji place. <laughs> then I don't know where I was. And then the power of praying and calling his name, the Lord do intervene. So I said, Jesus, I need you. And I'm sitting in the car and praying. And then there's a car coming and knocking at my window. and said, you look like you lost. <laughs> and because I was little bit scared to jump out in the car and go and ask. Because they were drinking, they were having all sorts of fun. And there is me thinking, hey, if I go to these guys, I'm going to be a meat there. 
And this guy says, you, are you lost? Where are you going? And I said, I don't know. I've been given a GPS, but the GPS keeps dropping me. Yeah, do you know where it's called? I said, I don't know that place. And then he left, and then he decided to go and drink. And out of nowhere, the one guy just came in. He said, are you a pastor? I'm like, no, I don't want to say that. And then I said, yes, I am. And he looked at me. He said, I know the place. I can come to your car and take you to the place called that. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> now there's a time where I'm not going to come back to my family. These guys, they're going to hijack me now. And then I just felt when I was praying in my heart, and they said, you call my name Jesus, but you do not trust me now. So you call my name, and you were calling my name in vain. I want you to trust me now. I want you to understand when you call me because you needed me. And then it hit at me, and I said, oh, jump in. And I'm still praying, Jesus, please, would you protect me? And this guy said, hey, are you a pastor? What are you going to do? And he was very nice. And then, yeah, he was drinking <laughs> in Maka. And but he started asking me, can you please pray for me? My mother is not well. And I'm looking at that mystery. I'm scared. And now I have to actually call the name of Jesus in the mystery of scared and praying for him. And then I saw him really crying when I said, Jesus, would you heal this mother of my brother? And then he just started busting and crying. Guess what happened? He showed me where the corda, we went with him, and then he started joining the service. He left drinking and then started to be part of what I was sharing. And then at the end, we became friends because he actually accepts Jesus Christ. And it's amazing that we tend to call Jesus, but we do not have faith in the name of Jesus. And I wanted to actually start encouraging you that Jesus Christ is it's unconditional loving. Whatever, when we felt not to love, because I was in the moment where I feel like I cannot love this guy, but they are actually called and they are made in the image of God. And for us, we needed to step up and be able to understand Jesus Christ is there for them. He died for them as well. As he died for you and me in this cross. So, and I go back and actually been praying. I said, Lord, I needed to be able to have faith in you now. I needed to be able to call upon you when they sometimes we feel like we don't love the people, but he actually loved them. And the scripture that actually comes to me, that actually is John chapter 3, verse 16, and it says, for God so loved the world. He loved that guy that I actually did not feel like loving him because I thought he's just coming to rob me. But when actually he says, so for God so loved the world, that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. 
he did not walk with the Lord. But because so God so loved the world, and he did not want him to be perished, God used me into that moment for his life, so it's not going to be the same again. And I believe sometimes when we are in the situation where we feel like this is not for us, but God calling us to the people that we felt like we do not love them. And I wanted to encourage the church. Those people we think they are less is those people that we needed to be able to love them unconditional because God so loved you so that you can have eternal life with. You can be the people that represent in Christ as he actually represented you as well. And I always say to the people, I do not want it to be the Zolani, but I want it when people see me, they can see Christ in me. And it always strikes me, and someone used a symbol that touched me all the time. And they said, when you are driving a car, and when you are a driver, there is a big wing screen in the front of you that is showing you the future. But the rear mirror, it actually is so small, it shows you what happened in the past. You needed to be the person that is focusing in the front, not focusing in the past. And to let it go for what happened. Because God has got a better future for you. But you can look at the rear mirror and see what happened. But if you're focusing in the rear mirror, you may crash. And that's what reminded me yesterday that we must focus in the unconditional love of Jesus Christ. He needed to be able to draw us again to that level that he loves us. Sometimes we forget that God loves us when we're going through the storm. We don't think he loves us because we have that perspective that he has left us. And he says that he's still with you. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. He forgives. We do not get that right. But when actually Jesus Christ, one thing that makes me look at him as the hero is to able to be in that cross and say that, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they are doing. What more of us as Christians, as the people that we call the name of Jesus, but we tend not to forgive for the other people? Church, I want to encourage you from that moment. That says in Philippians chapter 1, chapter 1 verse 7, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness, our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. By grace, we tend to be able to forgive. If we are holding on into the past and we don't want it to let it go, we are not able to represent Christ. I want it in my life every time. If I ever step to someone, if I've done anything, I wake up in the morning, I said, even if I kill the ant, Lord, would you forgive me? We are the people, when we say we're representing Christ, 
as someone that is we walking, we should be the people that forgive. Just to spoil the part, we are the worst people that we said we're walking with Christ, but we don't like to forgive others. We're still holding grudges. And I wanted to say to you as the church, for us to be set free, for us to demonstrate the love of Jesus Christ, we need to forgive to the others. We are not here to hold on that, but for to see the move of Jesus Christ is to say, Lord, help me if I've done anything that is actually not in the forgiveness. It's hard, and I know a lot of us, we could not be able to deal with that. What I like about Jesus, again, actually he had a transformation if, when it comes to the new life. The scripture that I like when it talks about the transformation of the new life in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. So if you come to be in Christ, we're expecting from you the new things to be born in you. We don't want to see the old because now there is a transformation. There is a nice thing that when you come to be in a new Christ, that way always I pray for everyone that says, when now you are in Christ, you must be able to represent Christ. Because you are born again. There's a new in you. I just love Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Another other translation says, Christ who dwells in me. And that for me, it's a nice English word that I just felt it. That who dwells in me, and when Christ dwells in me, that means I should no longer fear anymore. I should be able to have a confidence that Christ lives in me. Whatever I'm approaching, whatever when I'm going through, to a difficult, I must know that Christ lives in me. One guy in the conference said something that strikes me, Don Philippa, and I was still shocked again. He said, as believers, we got to be able to do the things that are so much fun. And how about, because Christ is dwelling in us, we got to be able to deliver the demons. We're able to pray and, and heal the people because Christ dwells in us. How many of us, we are terrified to actually drive out the demons? How many of us, we are in the situation of actually going out and tell people about Jesus? I am the first victim. It's so terrifying. And actually, I remember sitting at the car wash. There was a big man, and then the Lord felt like, I must go and tell this huge, he's an African guy, and tell him that Jesus loves you. He had so much tattoos. 
And I'm thinking, my goodness, Lord, this guy is going to take me. I'm nothing and he's going to smash me. I cannot do this. I cannot be able to go and speak in the name of Jesus. But because the name of Jesus changed things, I must have in confidence. It took me 10 to 20 minutes and sitting there. And then he was moving slowly next to me. And I'm thinking, Lord, I must run away. But because of the scripture says, Christ is in me, I could be able to stand for him. And I just said, whisper first. I said, the Lord says that Jesus loves you. And then he looks at me and says, what? <laughs> I felt like, let me be quiet again. But the Lord speak again and said, speak. And I said, the Lord says that Jesus loves you. He looked at me with the big eyes and looks like he was going to smash me. And I felt like running away, but my car was being washed. There was no way that I would leave. And then he looked at me and then he said, what do you know about Jesus? And then I started telling him my story. Because of weakness, when Christ is in you, you have a story to tell. I sit it down. I tell him my story. And then he listened to me. He was weeping when I was telling my story. What Jesus Christ has done for me. I hope for you as well, you can be able to have a story to tell what Jesus Christ has done for you. I told my story. He ended up buying me a free coffee. <laughs> we had coffee. And I don't know, never seen him. He never gave me his number. But only I knew that he's got a problem with the Christians. But I know because I told my story, I told how goodness my Jesus Christ is not going to have the same life again. I actually have to be obedient to be able to be brave to speak about Jesus. I pray every day, Lord, would you give me courage to be brave and to stand up for your name. In school, we're going back again to bring the name of Jesus. We should not be afraid of laying hands and praying for people in the name of Jesus. Church, I want to encourage you in this morning. If you have lost that love of speaking about the name of Jesus and declaring the scriptures, would you bring it back again? Would it become fat in you again? Would it speak to you again? Would it revive you again? Would you be able, what you call it when there is nobody around? I call it when I was alone in the car and I say, in the name of Jesus, I need you. It's not a popcorn machine because you call it, we wanted to do something for you. But I'm saying to you right now, it's changing life even now again. And he calls himself the Messiah. Yahweh. That's what he calls you to do. Jesus is offering us hope. There's hope. There's hope in Jesus. What I like, he said it's finished. He's already done it. For us, that hope for me to know there's someone that died for me in the cross, it gives me so much peace. It's no longer about me, but it's about him.
for me to partner with him. And I wanted to give the confidence to say, Lord Jesus, help me to have a hope in your name. To have a hope where the world is actually fighting. There's a struggle and around. And then, you know, chatting to one guy actually from Holland, he said, it's much easier when I was preaching there. He said, it's much easier to preach in South Africa because in Holland, just to mention the name of Jesus, you are in big trouble. And then he said, in Holland, it's like, we want to speak about the name of Jesus, but we are still scared to do that. But the South Africans, he said, it's amazing how open they are into the name of Jesus. And I said, Lord, I don't know about me, but I still felt like this. I'm still scared as like the Holland people. They are not really open that much to speak about the word of God, the name of Jesus. Lord, give me the wisdom to be able to stand for your truth again. As I'm about to go to the conclusion, I like John chapter 14, verse 2017. It says, Peace I live with you. My peace I give it to you. Not as the world gives. Do I give it to you? Let not your heart be troubled. Either let them be afraid. Psalms 46, verse 1. God is our refugee and strength and the presenter of helper in troubles. I just wanted to take that moment to reflect over this scripture. And this has been and helping for me whenever I'm going through to some difficulties. It says, peace, I live with you. My peace, I give it to you. I give it to you, not as the world. Because in this world, we will live these things. But I like Collision says, let's seek for the things of above, not for the things on earth. For me, not to be troubled and know that I'm walking with someone who's famous, Jesus Christ, that actually the provider, the one that gives you peace, the ones that heals you. And I wanted to, that name, to be lifted high. I want that name to be glorified. That's why I'm still standing here because I know that Jesus says that in John, peace I give it to you. Don't let your heart be troubled. And I know when our heart has been troubled and the key and the element and the illustration and the, the heart is actually got the job to pump the blood everywhere around. But when it's in trouble, it doesn't perform the way it means to be. But I wanted to encourage you again, 
make sure that heart rests nightly so it can be able to do what it means to do. The peace, I give it to you. And know that you can run to him and then you can call his name. Sometimes I wake up and I chatted to that guy on that car. I said I did not have peace. I felt like I was going to be robbed. I was troubled. But in the name of Jesus, I call upon him. And then what he has done to you, he actually makes me realize that I can believe in his name again. But if you haven't believed in the name of Jesus again, and if you think the name of Jesus has just been a Mickey Mouse name, I want you to believe in the name of Jesus again. I want you to call upon his name and know that he's still the savior. Know that he's still the provider. Know that he still loves you. Even if you have no words to pray, I always go to my room. I say, Jesus, I need you. I need you in my life. I need you in my family. I need you into the people that is around, into this area. And as I'm concluding, I just want you to take that moment and realize Jesus still does miracles. Jesus still saves people. Jesus still provides. And, but if you're actually thinking, we just call that name in vain, we ask, Lord, would you forgive us? Lord, would you touch us again? Lord, would you transform us? We need you. So I just want to close in prayer that, Lord, we want to be brave enough to speak your word again, to stand for your truth. Help us, God. Just take the moment. Jesus, we love you. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Jesus, we just want you to, would you take over again? Would you move among this place? Lord, we pray that you be the light in this guilt area again. Lord, we know that what makes you unresistible because your name has got power. Your name changed life. Your name makes miracles. So Jesus, we want you to come right now. Move, Holy Spirit. Jesus, come. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Get 
songe kama lga Jesu kukuta yongiti nge kama lga Jesu nge kama lga Jesu nge kama lga Jesu masilbiza kushincha songe sim so we call upon your name right now Jesus would you move right here Father we pray uti nkulunkulu angayeko egamen lako makpume nge kama lga Jesu Transform us, Lord. Help us to be able to know that you are here. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, in this country. Lord, we pray for Israel as well. Messiah Yahweh, Lord, be with them. Praying, Lord, we, we, we say this war must finish in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray whatever you had to say to the people, Lord, all the glory belongs to you. And all the honor, it's all about you, Jesus. It's not about Zolane. Lord, I even pray for that guy that came to know you, Lord. From the trick of just coming and sharing. Lord, you know him. I don't know him. But you are the change of life. I pray in Jesus' name. I even pray, Lord, that we can be the forgiveness. We ask for forgiveness, those who have hurt us. 